I'm honored and privileged to uh, introduce my sister, in case y'all don't know. Dr. Kim Darts is my sister, my baby sister. On some fronts, I'm her baby brother. It's funny how in the world people come up to me, are you, doc are you Dr. Kim brother? It's not, are you Reverend Venice? Are you Dr. Kim's brother? And proudly I say, I'm her brother. I guess I could talk about um, that on every level of her job where she is a motivational speaker, she has raised to the top. She is the number one in her company and they usually send people out two by two, but with her, she's a whole group all by herself. I guess I could explain that she sends them a CD before she goes because she wants them to know what they're going to get. I guess I could explain that she is in this upper echelon of uh, managers, Procter & Gamble, Coke, and other big companies, and she may be the only African-American and female And what they don't understand is she is talking about spiritual principle, and you have these Caucasian older men, vice presidents, CEOs, coming up to her crying because they don't know what they're doing. But I'm not going to talk about that. I guess I could talk about that she was someplace far away and Coke had two level. Uh, managers, female managers that was combative against one another and they called her up and she said I can't, I'm here and they flew in a private jet to fly her in and fly her back out because she's that high level but I'm not going to talk about that I'm not going to talk about that that's just, that's just part of the journey. I remember, I guess I was no more than maybe six years old. We were living on the house of Zenzel, and we was in bunk beds. My brother, older brother, in the bottom bunk bed. I'm in the top, top bunk bed. Kim is in a baby bed in the same room. I used to wake up routinely because I would have demonic dreams as a child, just, just demonic dreams, something chasing me. And, and I would routinely wake up out of the dream, and since I'm in the top bunk bed, I would ask my mom, call out to my mom, whose room is down the hall, to go get me a glass of water. This particular night I woke up, and over my sister's crib, is an angel. I mean, translucent where I could see through. And I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm so petrified, I'm trying to see. Nothing would come out of my mouth. And I saw this angel look towards me. 
And I finally said, Mom. My mom rushed into the room because of the way I said it. And when she came in the room, I said, can I have some water? It wasn't until I was in my 20s that I ever told that story. But I knew there was something special about Kim. I have never seen someone at the age of five and six years old who loved God, had a hunger for God. I was running from God. And she was loving God. In our family, I don't know why, there is this sense of the spiritual world. But you got to understand, if you're open to God, you're also open to the evil world. I headed towards the evil. Kim headed and stayed towards God. And I have never seen you waver from your commitment and your relationship and love for God. I believe my sister got a word from the Lord. I love the way you love God. Will you bow your heads with me? Father, even now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, thank you for Kim and for that element in her life that it was never religion. It was always relationship. Father, thank you for what you have done in her life and how you have always put her in difficult situations, but she always rose to the top. Lord, allow us to have listening ears. Allow this place to be filled with your Shekinah glory and allow her to speak what you have placed on her heart. Lord, even now, glorify yourself. Lord, even now, let her speak into our innermost beings. Lord, even now, through your spirit, speak to us that we may see you more clearly. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. do what you have always done, then you will always get what you have always got. And if you want something <laughs> that you have never ever had, then you need to do something that you've never done. If you always think the way that you have always thought, then you, have, you will always get what you have always got. I want you
you to look at your neighbor and with energy, I want you to tell them and repeat after me, neighbor, neighbor. Stop, being stop being fooled. Stop being tricked. Stop being tricked. And stop being hoodwinked. Thank you. I want to go there real quickly to 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And, and it's not much, it's not, it's, it's, it's it, it, and I, I want to, I want to do it quickly. I want to do it quickly to, to, to here we go, Corinthians 12, 9. And I just want to say one sentence and we've heard it over and we've heard it over and over and over again, but it says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient. My grace is enough. My grace will absolutely do it. My grace should cause you not to doubt. For my power is perfect in weakness. Tracy, I, I want to apologize to you in advance. <laughs> and I guess with you and, and Derek, I've always tried to be normal. <laughs> and this morning when I was talking to the father about being normal, he said, your normal is not Inez normal, and Inez normal is not your normal, Rose. And, and everybody has a different normal. And that it's normal for a caterpillar to become a butterfly, but it's normal for everything else to stay. What is normal for you may not be normal for everyone else. I mean, if we could just stay, rest, be proud, and be bold in our normal. Derek, just raise your hand. He's my husband. About, I don't know, maybe a week ago, we were talking about today, and he told me, he said, you know, it's Women's Day and it's Mother's Day. And he said that they want something encouraging him, encourage them. And, and, I, and I remember just being confused, like, encourage? I mean, how do you do that? I mean, I mean, I mean encourage? I mean, encourage? I mean, I don't know about you, but when I hear the truth, I'm encouraged. And I, 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 I'm not... You know, this morning, Tracy, Derek texted me, our other brother, and he said, whatever you do, I know it will be good. Are you going to talk about mama? <laughs> and, I, and I remember looking at that. I said, I didn't even think about mama. I love mama. <laughs> but we're in a state of emergency. <laughs> you, you understand what I'm saying? I only have about 50 minutes with you. And, and I, I've got some things to say oh, that has nothing to do with Mother's Day, Father's Day, Women's Day, your day. It's all the Father's Day. And I hope that today you can take something with you, that you can hold on to, that you will be encouraged. 
you will be lifted up. And it may not be anything new. It may not, it may not be anything new. Because, you know, I, I, it was so interesting. I had started writing this book saying, and the title was, You Are Being Food. You Are Being Tricked. And yes, you are hoodwinked. And I was like, I'm, 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 I'm hoodwinked. <laughs> see, see, I, this is new for me. It's, it's new for me. Because I, I guarantee you that every person in this room, every person in this room, little boy, come here for a second, sweetheart. And then you in the white, if you don't mind, please come. Children, yes. You know, I, I, I was, yes, please come too. <laughs> I was looking at your babies when I was sitting there. And it, what, is, what is your name, sweetheart? Caleb. Caleb, yes. You know, Caleb is a sensitive child. Extra sensitive. It's very important who he's around because he will grab and catch on the energy of the people he's around, okay? Caleb's blessing that he is sensitive is also his curse, you understand? That that will be the very thing that other kids will pick on him about because he will care, okay? Caleb, Caleb, is, is something about Caleb. You are not the same. Yes, you. You are more mindful where Caleb is more heartful. Are you flowing with me? Does this make sense to you? To whereas you don't have to worry about him because he will shake it off. He don't care anyway. <laughs> Caleb cares. Caleb cares. I was talking to a friend recently, and I want us to get out of the religious mode this morning. And I asked her, I said, who is the earthly, 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 who is the most important person in your life right now? And she said, my husband. I said, wait a minute, hold on. I get it. But that's not what I'm talking about. Where is he? Where did he go? <laughs> Follow us. Here we go. I'm talking about, well, I'm, I'm talking about on a, on a relationship level of Jehovah, Jehovah, my youngest one needs me the most right now. <laughs> oh, Jehovah, Jehovah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it may not be like that tomorrow, but my youngest one needs what I have right now. Earthly Jehovah, he is the most important person in my life today. I mean, getting out of the religious type of thing of, you know, I, I know where the standards are, but my standards flow from day to day to second to second. Your day tomorrow, your supervisor might be the most important person in your life tomorrow. Because, see, maybe you have figured out that you treated them like a two, but because you need your job, they're more like a seven. Are you, are you flowing with me? Let, me? let me break it down. See, see, many times as Christians, we don't understand that everyone's not a 10. Okay, I love you, but you're not a 10. You're in my inner circle. You're in my inner circle, but I love you and you're a two. 
Therefore, listen, listen, and you are a two in my life. Therefore, I give you the energy of a two, but I still love you. You have to understand everyone's not a 10. And if you don't understand that, then you'll treat everybody like a 10. And then your 10s at home become a two. And then Johnny at work is your 10. And then he comes home with you. And then he rides in the car with you. And then he's in the shower with you. But can I say something? And I, because I have realized that, that the closer I am to God, the easier it is, Anthony, to let people go. Beep! Walk with me. Thank you, you guys. I love you. You can go on up there. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, I have found that the closer I am to the Father, I can wish blessings on your life <laughs> and never think about you again and trust that God is with you. But when my relationship with you has been hampered, see, sometimes it's easier to lose someone you love than to lose someone that you did not like that well. I have felt that I have to measure it because, see, one thing that the Father taught me is that whoever you think about the most during your day is your God for that day. And we're talking about some real deal, some, some real relationship. I, I mean, who, to where else, you know, at 11 o'clock, who's been on my mind? Who's been on my mind the most? At two o'clock, who's been on my mind? Who's been, because listen, if Johnny was on my mind all day, Johnny that day has been my God. Yeah, that's right. It's right. And we're in an emergency time. <laughs> and, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about this, this, this thing of, and, and she said, my husband, I said, what is your son doing? He just has the attitude. And I said, I said is, it, is it a pattern? She's like, no. She said, he's a good child. I said, then you love him. You love him. And like many of us as mothers, we, we, we mother with our ego. <laughs> you ain't going to treat, you, God don't talk that way to us. I'm sorry, but he doesn't. You know, I, was, I, I have to be in Texas in a couple of weeks. And what I'm going to tell them is, you know, this, this, this parenting thing. I'm sorry, but we have been hoodwinked. We have been tricked. And we have been fooled. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, what I'm saying, I, I would just, listen, I want to say something. See, there is something in your life that you are making really, really big that doesn't even matter. And there is something in your life that you don't think that matters that is huge. Gina, that's what I'm talking about, Angie. What I'm saying to you, here we go, stay with me. Stay with me, Steve. I mean, I, 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 I'm saying that, you know, you know, I, I, I had a dream that demons are this. Big, this big, this big, this big, the 
this big, this big, this big. For those of you who don't quite buy it with the hoodwinked and the tricked, if you think of the person you're closest to, Robin, you can know just as good what they're tricked about. Think about it. He thinks this, but that's not going to happen. She thinks she's fine, but she really is not. Here, stay with me. You think about your sister. You think about your child. You think about the person you know well. You can tell just as good what has them tricked. I wish when I had my son, Anthony, that I would have used those words. You know, because what we do in our society is we'll say, you're deceived. That's not right. You, you, you got to twist it. But if I would have said to Christian, darling, you are being fooled, he would have looked like what? Because see, when you are tricked, it means you're being a fool. Are you flowing with me? <laughs> and, uh, and the enemy has made us lower it down <laughs> to where most of our life is nothing but a big trick. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big joke. It, 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 because when we talk about hoodwinked, hoodwinked, was, it, it came from falconry. And they used to put a, 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 a head shed over the falcons to calm them down so that they would think it's nighttime, so they can prey on other birds. Flow with me. Their intention was to hoodwink them. Their intention was to make them, to, to catch them off guard and out with them. Let me say something, and I, I want you to stay with me. See, see, we are tricked and we are fooled because we blame others for how they treat us. <laughs> you are being hoodwinked. You are being fooled, and you are being tricked because let me be honest with you, we teach people how to treat us Amen. by what we will accept from them. Yes, it's true. And if you accept it, it's your, your, it's your issue and not their issue because you're grown. If you don't say no, then they don't know no. Many times it's, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Believe it. The bottom line is this. If you don't say anything, you are teaching them that they can do it. Yes, it's true. Yes, I can't. Listen, and, 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 and they were being hooked, wink. The whereas I happen to listen, because I'll be honest with you, if someone is rude to you, they have pre-selected you to be rude to. They're rude to you, but they would never be rude to Inez. They're rude to you, but they would not try that mess on Terry. We teach people how to treat us by what we will accept from them. And as a Christian, one of your most easy words you should be able to say is no. I didn't start liking myself until I could say no. And not an over-explain no either. No, I can't because of this. And no, I can't because of that. Because do you know what? Because do you know what? Do you know what? Because listen, listen, when you over-explain your no, it means you're intimidated with them. Because the more words you use, the less power you've got. No, I can't do it. Beep. But his grace, it is sufficient 
for me. I, 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 mean, I, mean, I mean, it's like, it's the truth. Think about it, think about it. When you're intimidated with somebody, you over-explain and you keep going. Well, I don't know what, maybe I can. And the more you talk, the more they can push you because they know you're right on the edge. No, because see, when I say yes to you, I'm saying no to something else. You're not any nicer if you say no. You're more honest if you say no. We are being tricked. We are being tricked because extreme mothering is not love. Extreme mothering, Marcia, is fear. Because let me say something, and uh, let me break it down. <laughs> because whenever you do anything extreme, whenever you are extreme, it's because of fear. <laughs> fear you're going to be without it. Fear that you can't survive. I remember I was praying, and the Jehovah Jireh said to me, I, I was praying, I was praying for two things, and it was so clear I journaled it. He said, I'll give you this one, but this one you can't have. That's the one I wanted, the one I couldn't have. And I, he, I, I was like, why, 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 why? And you know what he said to me? <laughs> he said, you can't have it because you are asking for it out of fear. You want to say that you're doing that. You want the money of it. You, you don't even like it anyway. You are fearful. That's why you think you want to do it. I don't answer prayers out of fear. <laughs> I, we are being hoodwinked. <laughs> we, 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 we are being hoodwinked. We are being tricked. And many of us are being fooled. Robin, come up here with me for a second. I, I, I want to say this and I want you to flow with me. Because see, every person in this room, you are either a heart person or a mind person. See, and can I say something? Some of you, oh my goodness, uh, some of you were born heart, most of us were, because we were concerned about what people thought and we wanted to please people and we didn't want to hurt their feelings. So we were born heart and then we became mind. We became mind because, it, because the world is cruel to heart people, Rita. Yes. So we start out heart and many of us become mind later. Okay, stay with me. Stay with me. Robin, yes, babe. you're a heart person, okay? That's your blessing and that's your curse, okay? That's the thing that we love about you, but that's also what's going to cause you your problems. You know it, yes. okay? That, that's your thorn in your side. Robin, I am a mind person, okay? Stay with me. Robin, follow me around. At the beginning, before the fall, <laughs> our heart and our minds were friends. <laughs> they were the same. Stay with me, Terry. And then when they ate the fruit, the mind became more mindful. <laughs> and then the heart became more heartful. Stay with me. And then the mind told them, you're naked. Stay with me, because the heart didn't do that. That's a mind thing. All of a sudden, they ate the fruit, and now they're like, I'm naked. And they tried to get fig leaves to cover up their nakedness.
said that when the father came through the garden, he was like, where are you? They were like, we're naked. He was like, who told you you were naked? You ate of the fruit. Stay with me. I have a book called When Faith is Foolish. <laughs> and see, faith is foolish when you want your intelligence to understand your faith. Amen. Stay with me. Oh, I'm just, you know, just, just, just stay with me. Happy Mother's Day. Faith is foolish. Stay with me. Stay with me. Faith is foolish because God had to tell me this. When you have no idea where I'm taking you, yet you keep asking for specifics. Faith is foolish. And then the father had to teach me, while you're in transition and you have no idea where you're going, you will curse yourself asking. And he was like, since you know that you are talking to the Holy Spirit, you pray to the Holy Spirit. I mean, I'll still get it if you say father. But it's like going to the financial person when you need something cooked, you know. Are you flowing with me? Those are little bitty things. It really doesn't matter anyway. I just, you know, I mean, it, that, and I'm sorry I said it because I don't want anyone to get caught up in that distraction. Here we go. Stay with me. So, <laughs> stay with me. Where was I? Checking the fruit. Um, and so anyway, you guys, where was I really? What was the last thing I said? Okay, and they got, okay, 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 no. But, but what I'm saying is this, here we go. So, 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 I still was somewhere else, but that's okay. Follow me, Robin. Oh my goodness, Jehovah King. Let me say this, stay with me. So, I forgot, but let me move on. You guys, let me say something to you, and I want you to flow with me. If you're having problems with anyone at your work or at your, in your home life, it's probably because you're one way and they're the other way. Let me say something. The enemy is out to destroy the relationship between the daughter and the mother. Stay with me. Some of you know good and well you don't like your mother. You love her, but you don't like her. And some of you are like, you know, you love the boys, but you taught me. You know, you, you, you know how it is. But see, but see, I remember this, this morning I was talking to the father, and I was like, the enemy is out to destroy the relationship. Not, not, not with the mother and the son, but the mother and the daughter. And let me tell you why. Because most mothers are mindful. Let me say something. This is the curse of an enemy. Many boys are coming in hurtful. Think about it. Think about it. See, boys used to come in mindful, okay? Boys now are becoming hurtful. Many of you men are like, stop, stop babying him. Stop, 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 stop taking up for him. Let him be a man, let him be a man. And girls are coming in mindful. Stay with me, stay, get this, get it. Here we go, here we go, here we go. So, so things have changed. The enemy has turned things around because he's out to destroy the relationship with the mother and the daughter. So the mother is mindful. Her daughter is mindful. Her son is usually heartful. She knows how to raise that son because she knows what to do with him. But here she has a mindful daughter and she's mindful and they don't know what to do with each other. 
about 2.30 this morning, I said, Father, why the daughter? But why the daughter? Why is the enemy? Why, why is the enemy out to destroy the daughter? And I remember it was so clear. The father said, well, see, the husband is usually more heartful. He marries a girl that's more mindful. His mama is mindful. And so his mama and his mother clash. Here we go. And then he straddled because he wants to please mama and he wants to please wife. And too often they please the mama instead of the wife. Are you, are you with me? Are you with me? Because let me say something to the men in here. We love a man with some backbone. It, we love a man with some backbone. And I don't care how divified we seem. It, it, it turns us on when a man can say, no, I'm not going to have it. It does it for us. We like it. Because can I be honest with you? When you're too sweet as a man, many times we can't even fall in love with you. You are really a friend. I don't care how much we do this. We want you to have some, to stand up. Not unbendable. But listen, when we talk about the, 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 the bad guy, it's not about him being bad. It's about him having confidence. It is right. It's right. It's right. And see, see this, is, this is the ploy of the enemy because it, the enemy has set the man up that he will go and hide just to keep the peace when you need to open up your mouth and say, not in my house. We will be turned on by you. My God, yes, it's right. It is right. I want to say this, and I, I, I listen. I, I want you to flow with me. I um, I, I was in D.C. and there was this girl there. She was a cutie pie, but she wasn't that feminine either. Okay, but she was cute, and she and she wasn't that nice. Okay, she was she wasn't real nice. And she came up to me, she said, Dr. Kim, I'm in, love with my, I'm in love with my nice guy. I said, good. She said, I'm in love with him. I said, good. Good for you. <laughs> and what I told her was this. If you're in love with him, it's not because he's nice. You're in love with the fact that he was in the military and he has a discipline about him. You're, you're, you love the fact that when he works, he works hard. And it's like, baby, I love it when I see you work. I, I mean, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's not that he's nice. There's a discipline over him. And it's like, I love it when you are excellent in what you do. Stay with me. Uh, yeah, it's, it is very, very right. So, so what I'm saying to you is that even for our nice guys in here, be nice, be nice, but have your boundaries. Because can I say something? Flow with me. Because I remember when I was so nice, I couldn't even blink at people. I, would, I was afraid that you would not like me. So I would just look at you and then batter up here and then look at you. But can I say something? I did not start liking myself until I realized that I'm really not that nice.
advice. I want to say something. There's four stages to parenting that we usually never get to. Stay with me. Robin, you can sit down, baby. I'm not even sure why I called you up. I'm sorry. with me for a minute. Just stay with me for a minute. You know, you know, one thing, I know it's Women's Day, and I, I try to always remember, Kim, base your decisions on your level of peace. Base your decisions on your level of peace. <laughs> base your decisions on your level of peace, and then allow your peace to make the decision for you. Four things, when we have our babies, we're first their nurse. It is up to us to take care of them. When they get two or three Anthony, then as mothers, we become the queen of the house. And then the fathers are the king of the house. The reason why we are hooked, tricked, and fooled is because we don't know after that what we should become. We want a queen forever. And we want a king forever. Well, queening and kinging is temporary. After we are the queen and the daddy is the king, it's then appropriate for us to be a coach. We coach them. Listen, and I know this is very different from what you were brought up with, but I want us to change our normal. Stay with me. And then after you coach them, when they get a family of their own, and this is going to, you guys, you're not going to like it. You're not going to like it. But then it is appropriate, very appropriate for them to become a special, special, special friend. They're not supposed to be a friend at 13. But at 53, you find them as being maybe your best friend. Listen, listen. God wants us to transition in that type of relationship with him. He's not trying to king us all of our life. Then he wants us to grow up so he can coach us. We opened up this morning with a song that said, you are my friend. And I remember when my son was little, and we didn't do a real good job with this. But Christian, I only have one son. He's an heir of our kingdom. Just like you're an heir to the Father's kingdom. And I didn't do it as much as I should have. But I would start calling him Prince Christian. See, if Derek is the king, and I'm the queen, and because he's heir... He's the prince. I see when they grow up feeling like they are the prince of the house, then you don't have to worry about them messing up the house because they have authority in the house. And if you have a little girl, she's the princess. I had someone say, I would never tell my daughter she's the princess. That's her problem now. I said, no, 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 you're being tricked. You're being fooled. 
and you're being hugwinked because if you have a problem with your daughter being the princess, it's because she does not quite understand that you are the queen. It is true. Because see, when you're the queen and she understands that, you want her to be the princess because she's your right-hand person. She helps you. And then what ends up happening? I, I, I don't want to say a lot of this. I, I don't want to talk about this a lot. But then if you're either heartful or mindful, that goes into your parenting. And then if you're mindful, we tend to be too hard. Do this, do that, do that. And they don't feel loved enough. And then when we're too heartful, we, they don't respect us enough. See, the enemy has caused our blessing to go into our care, to go into our parenting, so that it can curse our families. <laughs> because to be real honest, I'm mindful, but I need some heart to balance me. Amen. And for those of you who are heartful, you need a little mind to balance you. Stay with me. Stay with me. I was. Three or four years ago, I think I was somewhere out like Montana, somewhere far. And I was praying to the Father, and I said, Jehovah, when I get up there and I tell these stories, I don't know if I'm lying or not, Father. I don't know where they came from. I don't know if the car was blue or red or green. I just say stuff. <laughs> and then I remember Carla, the Father, telling me, don't allow the facts to get in the way of the truth. Don't allow the facts to get in the way of the truth. What color the car is, is a fact. The story is still true. That's the truth. Are you flowing with me? See, many times as Christians, we get distracted on the facts. <laughs> Some of you are like, what has she got on? <laughs> I mean, it's like, I'm dressed today. That's the truth. Later on in my life, it was about 10, 15 years, don't allow the facts to be in the, get in the way of the truth. One of the things that just transitioned me as far as the father, and, and it allowed me to, to, to look straight ahead without the distractions. About six months ago, he changed it. It was the same thing, but he made it just a little bit harder for my circumstance. And he said, now listen, I told you first, don't allow the facts to get in the way of the truth. Now I am telling you, Kim, the devil is always in the detail. Same thing. <laughs> same thing. It's the, it's the same thing. <laughs> oh, oh. When you look at Monday, what happened Monday? What's going to happen today? And what happened Sunday? You're looking at the details. The devil's in the details. The devil's always in the details. You should not be looking at the details. You look at the big picture. Listen, listen, can I say something? I want you to flow with me. Oh, here we go, here we go. The devil is always in the details. If you are discouraged, if, if, you, if you are hopeless, if you feel like you can't go on, it's because you are looking at the details. Always. Uh, I guarantee you that's the, you, you, you're looking at what happened yesterday. And you're looking at what the bank told you. And you're looking at what happened the other day. You're focused on the details. The devil is always in the details. It's interesting. 
the Father will give you the same word, but transition it for the time in your life. About six weeks ago, the Father told me, expect good things to happen to you, just for you. I said, okay, Father. I didn't think about it much. I said, okay. All right, Father. About a week ago, I was hanging up my robe, and he said, expect good things to happen to you. I am not, I'm not saying that we shouldn't pray for suspicious. Hold on, stay with me. I'm not saying that we shouldn't pray for specifics. But he's saying, it's bigger than praying that your mortgage is met and praying that you'll get a new job. He said, when you do that, you limit me. You limit me. You limit me. And therefore, I can't give to you because you're so specific. I want you to pray that you are, and I want you to believe that you are just blessed. I mean, I mean, it's okay. But when you see, when you pray, when you believe, I just, I just, I just expect to get things. I just expect for it to happen to me. People should look back when I talk. I am peculiar. I see, when you expect that, then everything is covered. And can I be honest with you? It's almost impossible to expect for something really, really big when you can't expect the day today. I, 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 you know, it's like, it's like, I just, I just, I just, I just, you can always tell a person that just, you know, it's like regardless of what's going on, I remember saying, Father, well, I got one problem. If I can't pay my mortgage, It's hard for me to say that you're taking care of me. And the father said, if your mortgage is paid or not, I am still taking care of you. I mean, I, I mean, I may not understand everything. And, 